Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome to the channel today. I appreciate you being here. And for those of you who have not yet done so, please hit that subscribe button. I appreciate it. And if you find the information that I provide beneficial, please hit that like button as well. Now our topic for you today, it's six ways to revive your gym business. Six ways to revive your gym. How do we get it going again? All right. So number one, evaluate and embrace change. Evaluate and embrace change. You know, one of the, the truisms about the fitness industry, okay, is that you want to keep your facility as new today as it was the day you first opened. Okay. Because, you know, the audience for, for a gym is much like, you know, nightclubs and restaurants and things like this. People have a tendency to move to whatever is the newest, the latest, the greatest, and more technology. And that's what they move to. And they kind of migrate like that. And so, you know, facilities that have that long-term success, they, they, uh, they understand that. They, they accept change. And they're, they're evolving on a regular basis. So have a plan in place. You want to keep your facility as new today as it was the day that it first opened. Okay. And one, one of the things that I would give you, a, you know, a thought on, we have a group that we work with, they have multiple locations is every year they bring in new equipment to every facility, every single year, new equipment to every facility. And so it's constantly new and it's constantly involving. So evaluate and embrace change. That's number one. Number two, you know, perform your market research. Perform your market research. And here's what I really mean by this is what are you doing in your marketplace that nobody else is doing? What are you doing in your marketplace that is different? Okay. How are you so much better than everybody else? What we're looking at here when, when you're doing market research is what is our differentiation? Okay. Because if you're literally doing what everybody else is doing, and certainly if you're perceived to be doing what everybody else is doing, it's going to come down to price. And if you're trying to get higher price points, it simply will not work. So do your market research. You know, what is your point of differentiation? What are you doing that nobody else is doing? And along with that in market research is looking at what I would call that uncontested market space. You know, the fitness industry, one of the challenges that the fitness industry has is about 20% of your population is expected to be a member of a gym. And every club is going after that same person. And it's generally perceived, you know, the gym itself is generally perceived as where the fit go to get more fit. Well, you've got 80% out there that most clubs are not marketing to. That's an uncontested market space. You know, do your research. Who, where can you market? Who can you market to that no one else is marketing to? And you have true differentiation. You know, you want to revive your gym business. That's a great way to do it. Number three, you know, pay attention to all your digital tools, you know, but don't let it distract you. Okay. Yeah, there's plenty of apps and, you know, digital opportunities and internet and online. There's so many of these things. We want to use these, but do not let them distract you. Do not let them consume you. Okay. And certainly do not let them cause you to take the human element out of this. Okay. These are meant to allow you to 
to scale. They'll allow you to kind of supercharge your business, to get known by more people than ever before, to follow up with more people than ever before. That's the purpose. It's not meant to consume you. It's not meant to distract you. And it's certainly not meant to take the human element out of this. Uh, number four, want to uh, you know, revive our business, make a habit of hiring top talent. Too many clubs, they, they hire just to fill a slot. Or they will hire based on, well, this person has some sales experience, I'm going to hire them. Okay, Rarely do those kind of things work. Okay, We want to hire who they are. You know, attitude and work ethic and coachable. I mean, these are the kind of characteristics that we're looking for. And normally the best way to do this is have a plan of action where you're always looking. You're always promoting. You know, get 10 or 15, 20 things that you as a company are doing every day to, to promote, you know, career opportunities at your facility. I mean, do you have a, a tab on your website? Is it optimized? Is it showing up in Google search? Are we sharing it on social media? I mean, that's one thing right there that won't cost you any additional money, okay? And so we want to hire top talent, but we have to always be looking. The best rule is be looking when we don't need anybody. That's, that's when you'll make the best decisions. If you find yourself stuck, oh, I have to get this done by tomorrow, we hire the wrong person. It's not fair to the company. It's not fair to you. So, or not, not, not fair to that person. So, you know, get in the habit of hiring top talent. Hire who they are not necessarily what they know. We can train the what they know part. Uh, number five, take tips from those that have done it before. And quite frankly, that's the reason people come to me, okay? You know, as a consultant, you know, if you don't know where you're going, talk to someone who's been there. Talk to someone who's done it before. I mean, use this channel as a great way to do that, okay? You know, a lot of information, historical information of, of what's proven and what we know that works but talk to people that have done it before. If you're trying to revive your business, you know, don't, stay, don't, start, uh, don't start making decisions based on theory, okay? You wanna have you know, some kind of historical information that says this is probably gonna work. And then number six, reevaluate your products and services. Reevaluate them. You know, how can you repackage them? What can you do differently, okay? You know, Everything doesn't have to stay exactly the same. And one of the things that I talk about a lot, okay, and there's a balance in this, a balance between doing it right for the business and doing it right for your member. But we're talking about reviving a business. I'll give you some data. Is that, you know, members that join on a month-to-month -month program, on average, they stay for about six months. You know, folks that join on a 12-month program, on average, they stay for about 15 months. And folks that join on a 24-month program, on average, they stay for 27 months. These folks that join, your acquisition cost is the same for all of them. You know, what's going to revive your business quicker? Selling more of those month-to-months or 12 months or 24 months? Your acquisition cost is the same. What if you can exponentially grow your revenue per customer just based on one simple thing. Instead of month to month, maybe it's a 12 month or 24 month program. Now you have to handle that right, okay? Has to benefit the customer, 
Okay, and obviously it's going to benefit you. So reevaluate your products and services. You know, what can you do differently? How can you change that? How can you freshen this up? How can you maximize your revenue per customer? Reevaluate all that. So take a look at these six steps. These are these are six crucial things. And not only will this help revive your business, but put these things into your business plan. Put these things into your plan of action where you're always doing this to help grow and develop your business and the opportunity for all your staff and your for your community you know, to get the results that they're looking for. So folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management Consulting. If you find this information beneficial, please hit that like button. I appreciate it. And we'll look forward to seeing you all in that next video.